Courtney. Hey, Sasha. What do you call it when you see a ghost on leap day? I don't know. What do you call it? A jump scare. (laughs) (laughs) It's spoop hour. Thanks for letting us take a week off last week. My mouth hurts a lot less and I can talk now. Yes. Hooray! Extra joke, because I'm still tickled by this. (laughs) What should you wear on leap day? I don't know what. A jumpsuit. Whoa. Oh, I say I don't know what, like I'm not the person who texted you this joke like 10 minutes ago. Exactly. (laughs) We're a paranormal comedy podcast. Hosted by two Halloweenies. I am Sasha. I am Courtney. And find us, as always, on social media at Spoop Hour. And tech, uh, email us your spooky stories or anything tangentially related to the podcast to yes. spoophour at gmail.com. Yes, I think you almost said text us. If you I have our phone numbers, us. you are free to text us. If you want our phone numbers, you can't have them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Only select people have our phone numbers. Yes. And well, that's after years of now established pod friendship. It's true. <laughs> so it's very, it's a very exclusive club. Yes. Please don't murder us. Please don't. That's the gist of us. I sent Save the Dates to two of our pod friends. I'm very Aww. excited. I don't know if either of them can come, but it's the thoughts it's the, that... And it's the count, count that, that thoughts. Think, thoughts. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. Thoughts. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming back at you after taking our brief week off. Mm-hmm. We have a snack. We do have a snack. It is a caramel coconut Oreo. Russell, Russell, Russell. Yeah. Enjoy the clickety-clackety, that I have to eat like a damn animal. I'm breaking it into quarters because I'm still not allowed to bite into stuff. Yeah. The snack it is nearly upon us, and I saw these while I was at the grocery store today and posted it in the Snack It group, and someone asked us if uh, caramel coconut, and it's like toasted coconut, yeah, would be like a Samoa, and it kind of is and kind yeah. of isn't. Like, you can tell that it's still very much an Oreo. What I like about it... Is that the cream has crunchy bits in it? Yes, I believe the crunchy bits. And are it's actually coconut. coconut. Yeah, yeah. Because now that I have like some like stuck in my teeth when I crunch down, it's like coconut, coconut shreds. Yeah, yeah. I for those of you not familiar with what the Samoa is or who call them caramel D lights. Oh, who are you? Yeah, nobody cares Jeez. about caramel D lights. It's Samoas all the way. And they're kind of Girl Scout cookie. Mm-hmm. That's like a crunchy chocolate cookie dipped in chocolate with. Caramel and coconut drizzled with chocolate. They're really good. They are my second favorite kind of Girl Scout cookie. You know, I haven't seen any... So my rule is whenever I see Girl Scouts, I buy cookies from mm-hmm. them. I have not seen any Girl Scouts this year. So I have had none Girl Scout cookies with they left haven't been, They haven't been at the grocery store yet? No. And um, I've been to like five different giants that usually have them. It's garbage. It's It might be a little too early right now. Okay. Um, I mean, I already got my Girl Scout cookies from a delivery, but it was like an in-person delivery because oh. I ordered directly. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know anyone with still, a Girl Scout. It's still a little cold to be out there. Although today when oh. I was driving to the grocery store outside of the produce stand near my house, mm-hmm. there was a table of Girl Scouts set up. So it might be about that time. Okay, because I really want some Girl Scout cookies, especially, hopefully, on Thursday, I get the all clear to eat foods again. Yay! And then I can just, like, chow out on some Tagalogs. Yeah. That's all I want. Those are your number one favorite yes. cookies. Yeah. I love Tagalogs so mm-hmm. much. That's why we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Peanut you know butter what? patties, for those of you who are from that alternative timeline with the other Girl Scout bakery. Ne- next year, hit me up, because I'm friends with a tiny little Daisy Scout. Cool. So... She's, I will she's do that. She's five years old and she's cute as hell. My <laughs> she, one coworker, I accidentally bought like thirty six dollars of cookies for her. So <laughs> that's how I am every time I see Girl Scouts. I'm like, oh, I have to support women in leadership and also stick it to the man because Girl Scouts support Planned Parenthood. But then I also spend thirty six dollars on cookies mm-hmm. like every other week. I do have a coworker who has. I think her daughter is a Girl Scout. But the only reference she made to it is she's like, haha, my daughter's a Girl Scout, but I would never sell cookies at work. And I'm like, haha, yeah, could you even, could you even imagine? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have to leave my desk. I could just order tagalongs and they would be brought. <laughs> could you imagine? <sighs> anyway. Damn, your coworker is ice cold. It was ice co- Like, I don't think she realized. It was like, very sweet. If like, she... Just brought the order form and people would buy it. Yeah, I think we also have rules about, like, what you can and can't do. So she Mm. was like, you know, it's technically solicitation. So I would never. And I'm like, I know it's technically solicitation, but also. in the parking garage after? (laughs) I know. Like, I really want some fucking Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) Anyway, did anything spooky happen to you at any point over the past two weeks? I feel like I texted you that I had something spooky and now I can't remember. I will consult our texts. Or textual messages. I got a new phone. That's not spooky. Although when I was picking it up, there was a long wait because there were a bunch of people there and Mm -hmm. only one poor guy working. So I was like, take your time. Old phone's Mm -hmm. still functioning enough that I can be on it. But it played sexual healing. And I was like, this is an odd choice for a Verizon store. That's so funny. (laughs) It wasn't spooky. It was just something. Well, you didn't text it, tech. You might have DM'd it, oh. but the text I scrolled to was "OMFG, your crispy chicken smells so good." Oh, okay, yeah. Then a little I guess peek maybe, inside maybe it the wasn't this week because um, sometimes I don't. Sometimes you just think about texting yeah, me, and, and then you don't. don't. That's okay. And then you and I DM each other a lot. We so do. Just get, it's like buried in the. Yeah, there's me telling you what bridesmaids dress I'm leaning towards, asking questions about rich people, finding you alternative shoot sloth in my broth. <laughs> oh, yeah, so this is not a spooky thing, but let me tell you, one of my friends is, like, really into Five Below right now, in that whenever she goes and runs errands and there's a Five Below, she just makes a pit stop, and so now I am the owner of many cute magnets and stickers, because <laughs> she, like, won't stop herself, yeah. but I went to Five Below with her last week after returning a sports bra at Target, as we all are wont to do. It's true. And... There was, in the game section, the board game section at Five Below, so this game was $5 or below, Yes, was a knockoff of Yeti Spaghetti called Sloth in My Broth that was exactly the same function of, like, <laughs> the stick noodles together and then a sloth in the middle. Not the same company, not the same one that runs Sloth, uh, I mean, Yeti, Yeti in My Spaghetti. Or Yeti Set Go. Or Yeti Set Go, but there was Sloth in My Broth, and I was, like, <laughs> just aghast. <laughs> I should have bought it. Yeah, but also, how dare they rip off Play Monster. Right. Our beloved Play Monster. Not a sponsor of this podcast, but maybe someday. But, like, Yetis are so, like, niche to our podcast, and yet... Sloths? 
Slots are more mainstream. Have There's you noticed that llamas have been having a moment? I don't like it. Llamas have been having a moment for a while, and it's just at getting first more so. I was like, it was kind of cute, and then now I'm like, please give me another trendy animal. No, because like now there's like fucking llama popcorn. I hate it. It's a terrible time to be someone who was bitten by a llama in recent yeah. memory. I'm gonna make sure that we incorporate llamas into my wedding. Please do. No, the, instead of a bouquet, you're just going to give all of us, like, a llama to hold, and then mine's going to bite me, and then everybody else's is going to bite me, too, and it's going to be really fun. How do you I'm feel gonna... about alpacas? I'm fine with alpacas. Okay. They're not evil. They're very nice. Llamas are dicks. Alpacas mm. are friends. You heard it here first, folks. Something spooky isn't yeah. happening to me, but is happening to my mom. Do you want to hear about yes, it? Yes, I want to hear about this. You okay. told me you hinted about it. I did. So, my mom is currently being haunted by our episode on lighthouses. We've talked before about how my mom listens to my podcast. Yes. <laughs> and... She is our number one fan. She is my number one fan and our number one fan. Sorry, all of our other number one fans. You're our number one fan, too. It's like a 13-way tie first. But... And- she also birthed She you. Yes, she brought me into this world. She can take me out of it. She gets priority. <laughs> yeah, so she's number one. Everyone else is... Or she's like number... She's like supreme number supreme one. Supreme number everyone one. Everyone else is, else is number one. number one. No offense to everyone else. Anyway, so... And we have some number two fans. We sure do. Fans of poop. <laughs> <laughs> so, lately, whenever my mom gets into her car... Uh-oh. Our Lighthouse episode starts playing. Just auto-playing? Right... At the part in the Smalls Lighthouse incident where the body's flailing around. Oh no! And this has been happening to my mom, no joke, for like three full weeks. She has deleted the episode from her phone. She's deleted all past episodes of Spoop Hour. Like, she's done everything, and every time she gets into the car, the body's just up there flailing around. (laughs) So my mom is being haunted by the Smalls Lighthouse incident and the decaying body on top of the lighthouse. (laughs) The lighthouse. And we don't know how to stop oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just happening. So I just need to stop listening to Spoop Hour. I'm sorry. Well, I think even if she stops listening to Spoop Hour, it's going to come back. It's somehow going to come back. Oh, my it's God. It's not leaving her alone. It's See, that's a great premise for a terrible, terrifying horror movie. Horror movie. I did think of something spooky. Ooh, tell me. And I tweeted about this. Some of y'all might have seen this already. But there is some kind of elective at my school that every year involves the students carrying around fake babies. Oh, yeah. And this isn't, like, family life, you know, FLE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it was called. But, so it's not health class. Yeah, it's it's just, like, another elective. This is what it's like to care for a baby. Right. Like, in the health classes, they just talk about, like, what pregnancy is, but they don't make you take care of an egg or anything like that. It's not like a sitcom. (laughs) But in this particular elective, there is a baby component. And every year... There are these kids that just have to, like, walk around with a baby, baby doll, and it's a baby doll that just, like, will randomly cry or <laughs> like randomly fuss, and it's, like, on a, like, a, like some kind of timer or whatever, mm-hmm. and so if you have one of these students in class, like, they have to be able to, like, get out of your class and, like, you know, take it into the hallway and, you know, soothe it and Ugh. pretend to feed it and, like, that kind of thing, and it's just... Deeply unsettling because two students came to my door during one of my classes and one was just like holding the baby and was like, have you seen Miss H? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she was like, do you, do you know where she is this period? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll walk you, to, you know, I'll walk you to her. And so, so we went to Miss H's office and I was like, hey, there's a student here to see you. Also, she has one of those baby dolls. And she was like, what? And then walks down and is like, oh. And then the baby, she's like 
bouncing the baby and like yeah. carrying it and like acting like it's a real baby. It was the deep, like deeply unsettling. It's like uncanny valley nonsense. Right. It really is uncanny valley nonsense. And then the next day, I had my door open during my planning period, and I guess a student in another classroom oh. had a baby that was crying, and it was echoing down the hallway. Ugh. And it's not like and I. Tw- this is what I tweeted about. I was like it. It's not a real baby cry. It's not a real baby cry. Real baby cries I can deal with. I have friends who have kids. Like, I deal with that, like, real baby cries, right? Yeah. Baby cry. something about the digital audio baby crying <laughs> sound effect that you hear in, like, like weird, like, scary movies or yeah. video games or, like, the thing that's, like, not an actual baby crying. It's just like, wah, 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 wah. And, like, it's kind of digital. It has the weird... Like, the crackle. Crackle in it. So... I'm just, like, sitting at my desk, like, wondering why I'm so freaked out. And then I remembered I played PT, like, a few weeks ago (laughs) with my friends. And there is a baby crying in a bathroom sink. And the door is, like, stuck for a while. And you Mm -hmm. just hear this baby crying through the door. And it was deeply unsettling because we played this in the dark because my friends suck. And now you're (laughs) living it. Now I'm living it with these babies at school that aren't real babies. And so when Sasha tweeted about this because I'm a rational adult, my response was, yeet, that... Baby! Our award-winning game show. (laughs) Also, speaking of game shows, which are a thing in which you can win something. Yes. Flawless transition. Flawless transition. We're still doing our giveaway where if you make a donation to Australian Wildfire Relief or at any point in the past you have made a donation to Australian Wildfire Relief, you just need to send us a screenshot of your donation. No donation is too small. If you have a dollar to send, send them a dollar. You'll be entered to receive a Spoop Hour shirt that I will purchase for you. Ooh. And it will it can be a Spoop Hour shirt of your choice. It can be a logo shirt. It can be podcast or not a visual medium. It can be a chunky cryptid, my personal favorites. It, whatever you want. Just send us a screenshot. And we're conducting that. I think I originally said we'll announce a recipient at the end of February, which when you're listening to this is in a couple days. We might do first week of March. Mm. We'll see how I'm feeling. Also, our chunky moth... No, our Chonky Chupacabra is now called the Chonky Chalupacabra. Yes, thanks to a post we saw on the Snack It group and that I saw on Instagram. Chalupacabra. Chalupacabra. Also, the roundest kind. <laughs> not spooky, but pertinent to this podcast. I Ooh. finally downloaded the Noodles & Company app. Ah, yes. I ordered Noodles & Company last night and it was the best dress <laughs> I've ever made. I ordered Noodles & Company yesterday for lunch because we went to the gym in the morning and I thought I would have enough time to like make lunch, and yeah. then go, you know, take a shower, and then go to my school for our Saturday rehearsal and then, for the Laramie Project, and then I didn't, <laughs> so I downloaded the app while I was on the elliptical, and like punched in an order for it, yes. and then Jack zoomed me to the, the K-Town one, and then we zoomed back, and I, I was like eating <laughs> in the car, like all the way down the parkway. I have discovered... My stomach hurt afterwards, but it was with, well, worth it. Obviously. One... For those of you being like, Courtney, I thought you said you couldn't eat things. Pasta is a soft food. I can eat pasta. Mm-hmm. So I ordered mac and cheese yesterday. Mm. I learned you can order extra cheese sauce. Mm. And that was clutch Mm-mm. because that was all my body wanted was some extra cheese sauce. What are we talking about today, Sasha? Leap Other eat. than a lot of snacks. Wait, leap eat. <laughs> leap eat. So when I opened up my Google Doc to do my notes, yes. I tried to type in leap year. Did you it? It just auto-corrected to leap yeet. <laughs> See, when I type... But it's Y-E-A-T instead of Y-E-E-T. <laughs> leap yeet. 
Yate. <laughs> like Yates. Yates. When I started typing my notes, I got the Leap Day Williams song from 30 Rock stuck in my head. Oh, God. Where you like pretend to cry and yeah, then he yeah. throws candy at you. Leap Day Williams. Mm, Leap, Leap Day, Day Williams. Williams. Yeah, one. So, Leap Years. What even are they? What even are they? We I, just don't know. I have some background info. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great because I just have superstitions. Okay, I have, so I have Leap stuff. Leap Day William. Leap. You can see in my notes, I wrote Leap Day William, mm, Leap Day William. William. And then I went to search Leap Day superstitions because I knew what I was researching. And then because it was stuck in my head, I typed Leap Day William. William. <laughs> Let's you just like pull the audio off of YouTube and stick it in the podcast. Ah, Leap here we Day go. William, Leap Day Let William. me see if I can. This is under fair use because we're playing this for review purposes. So, there you go. That's Leap Day William for I have you. a vague memory of that episode. <laughs> I don't know why. That one stuck with me more than almost any other 30 Rock episode. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So, Leap Years, Leap Days, what are they? We just don't know. So, science time. Real quick. The reason why we're doing this, if you're unaware, this weekend is a Leap Day. There are 29 days in the month of February this year. Ooh. But why? But why? Sasha. Okay. So, one solar year <laughs> takes roughly 365 days. Five hours, 48 minutes, and 46 seconds. Woo! So that extra five hours or so that we don't like to talk about is why we have leap years. The 366-day years that occur every four years and might encourage women to do things that Courtney will talk about. We're going to Chekhov's gun the concept Chekhov's of women. women. <laughs> Just Chekhov's gun women. We're going to set some women on the mantle. We'll take them down in a minute. And then it can I make... wish you guys could see every time we bring up Chekhov's gun, we, we actually mime putting them on the so mantle. So <laughs> I do that at work now. Whenever any of my students bring up something that is like it's pertinent to a later. discussion, I'm like, okay, we're going to take what you just said and we're, we're going to put, put it on the mantle. <laughs> Like, wait, Sasha's is like, there's a turn involved in Sasha's. Mine, I'm standing directly in front of Like, my I'm taking mantle. it from my student directly, turning around and putting it on the fake mantle. <laughs> Whereas I already have it in my hands, so I'm just setting mm-hmm. it up there. Anyway, anyway, this is just some fun insight into um, our process. But it makes, the leap day makes celebrating birthdays very confusing for one 1,461 one, <laughs> <laughs> one, one. Um... <laughs> I know, I don't think they were planning on you reading it out loud. (laughs) 460... No, it wouldn't be 461st. We're calling this episode one by the way. I hope you know. 461th of the population, okay? So one 1,461th. One out of every 100 and 461 people is born on Leap Day. Yeah, basically. How about that one? How about that one? (laughs) Without the word (laughs) one. So, basically, there's a rule. Leap Day happens every four years... Unless it doesn't. Hey! <laughs> the point of leap years is to help adjust our Gregorian calendar, or this 365-day calendar, to the solar calendar and make sure that we celebrate solar events like the spring and autumn equinoxes with some regularity every year. Even adding an extra day to February every four years doesn't quite do the trick, which is why scientists sometimes call for a leap second like they did in 2015. I remember that. On June 30th at 11.59 p.m. and 60 seconds. Yeah. How do you remember if it's a leap year? Basically, if the last two digits of the year are divisible by four, so 2016, 2020, 2024, then it's a leap year. Century years are the exception to this rule because they must be divisible by 400 to be leap years. So 2,000 and 2,400 are leap years, but 2,100 will not be one. 
And also as a bonus, U.S. leap years are almost always coinciding with election years. So that's like an easy way to remember it, that we just have one extra day of campaigning. I was going to say, one more day of this endless endless torture. torture. So (laughs) Get out and vote, guys. If if you are able, please vote. Please vote. Please. Super Tuesday is coming. Yay! What a super day! Yeah. We should do a sticker giveaway like we did that one time. We should, yeah. That was fun. Send us a photo. Send us a photo of your I voted sticker. Yeah. And then we'll send you a Spoop Hour sticker. It could even be a Chunky Cryptid. I always love posting selfies when I vote. I do too, except that got me in trouble because last time I voted, I had the stomach flu. So my first I voted selfie looked like I was a corpse. Oh, that's so funny. Have I shown you that picture? I think so. Okay, yeah. yeah, I look like I have, I died several weeks ago and just haven't noticed yet. That's so funny. <laughs> and your dad was talking to me and I'm like, I don't understand any of these oh, words yeah. he's saying to my, me. My dad and my brother are working again, but I can't remember if they're at the up, up the, the, the road by elementary me. school or the down the road elementary school. I will you report guys, back yeah. you will report on March back. 3rd, I know, Super Tuesday. I know that both of them are working at the same polling site this year. Nice. So um, Super Tuesday is next week. Yeah. When you're listening to this, it's one week away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really is. So (laughs) the Salem Witchcraft Trials, are there is a connection to Leap Day in that if you look at when the first warrants for arrest, when they went out, was February 29th, 1692. Oh! Yeah. I would accuse the person handing it out of being like, hey, you know this is a Leap Day, right? That means you're a witch somehow. Somehow. I'd just turn it around. Yeah, right. And then they'd burn me at the stake even more than they were already going to. It's rare to be born on Leap Day, but there is a question about, is it rare to die on Leap Day, too? According to the World Heritage Encyclopedia, in the 1800s, British-born James Milne Wilson, who later became the eighth premier of Tasmania, was born on a Leap Day and died on a Leap Day. Wow! He died on February 29th, 1880, on his 17th birthday, or aged 68 in regular years. <laughs> I had a moment of, wait, they made him, they yeah, made him no, whatever no, no. minister on, of whatever on his, when he was 17, and then I was like, oh wait, no. On his 17th Leap Day times birthday. Times four. Yep. <laughs> Only Swedes and hobbits celebrate February 30th. Oh! So February 30th. This was an even rarer date that occurred in Sweden and Finland in 1712 when they added an extra extra leap day <laughs> to February to help catch up their outdated Julian calendar with the new Gregorian calendar. Leap day 2.0. So that was as recently as 1712. Oh, which, that was like, like two up. seconds ago. Yeah. And also then, hobbits? Hobbits. One race of people. You're not going to convince me that people call people from Finland hobbits. Yeah, no, no, no. That's no, not no, going to no, work. No. So also, <laughs> hobbits celebrate February 30th every year. The wee folk of J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings universe observe 12 30 day months every year, including Solmuth, which is translated in the text to February. Oh. Yeah. There so is, they have no 31 day months, only 30 no, months. No, only 30 day months. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to ask my boyfriend if he knew that, and he probably did, because he's read The Cimmerillion a bunch of times. I'm going to ask like a nerd. My, my thesis candidate from this year who wrote about <laughs> The Hobbit if he knows this. And then when he doesn't, I'll be like, dun dun! F minus minus, read the lore, dummy. <laughs> I'm going to tell IB that you failed your thesis. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know how many days are in a Hobbit month, idiot. <laughs> Sasha's a really mean thesis advice. I really am. (laughs) I'm really excited. Next year, I only have one student to supervise. Well, because you're so mean to all the others. They're scared away. (laughs) This year, I had four. Next year, I have one. And they're doing Lord of the Rings again. (laughs) So I had The Hobbit this year. I have Lord of the Rings next year. Dunkin' and dunk. Um, And then lastly, my final like kind of fun fact about Leap Day before we get into some superstitions is that there's an official Leap Day cocktail. Yes. And it is called... 
the Leap Day cocktail. What? I'm stunned. I'm stunned. This color- <laughs> I feel like you, you could have come up with something catchy. Right? I don't know what you could have called it. It's tequila a- Leap Day. Well, there's no tequila in it. Damn, damn. What's in it? But let's talk about this. So, this colorful cousin of the martini was invented by the pioneering bartender Harry Craddock at London's Savoy Hotel in 1928. I've seen the Savoy Hotel in real life. It's so pretty. I want to go there. I want to go to there. I want to go to so many places. It is said to have been responsible for more proposals than any other cocktail ever mixed. And I think I'm going to Chekhov's gun proposals again. We're going to go ahead and Chekhov's gun getting drunk and proposing to people. (laughs) So whether or not you're in the market for a freshly soused spouse... We have fun here. <laughs> you can make your own Leap Day, Day cocktail with Craddock's original recipe, which is one dash lemon juice, two-thirds gin, one-sixth Grand Marnier, and one-sixth sweet vermouth. Shake, serve, garnish with a lemon peel, and enjoy the flood of bittersweet flavors. It's like a marriage in your mouth. <laughs> I do like gin a whole lot. I like lemon juice. I like Grand, Grand Marnier is tough and... yeah. More not. than just like a taste. Yeah, Grand Marnier is hard and vermouth. I'm not sure about, but I do like the idea of Sasha drinking gin. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you should try this cocktail on LinkedIn. I think I yeah, I think I will go to the ABC store and buy all of these. And things. buy all of these. Things. I bet they have airplane bottles of all and, of them, so you don't have to buy yeah. like. And February 29th is a Saturday. It is, so I can just day drink. Yeah, you can, and then propose to my fans. <laughs> <laughs> I have bad news for you on that front. Oh, no. <laughs> it's already happening. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's find out from you if February 29th is, if we should be superstitious or just a little stitious, or if it's good luck, if it's bad luck. What kind of luck are we having? Well, how about I start you off with a poem? Yes. 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31, excepting February alone. That part doesn't rhyme. Which hath but 28 in fine till leap year gives it 29. I have never seen, like, I always, to remember how many days are in each month, because I'm an idiot, I do the 30 days, half September, September, April, June, June, and November. November, And the rest have 31, with the exception of February. That's how it ends in my So what I love is that... There's like a slant rhyme because September yeah. and November rhyme and then one and alone are spelled the, the same, same but, but if you pronounce it, you can say 31 excepting February L1. L1 or, or 30 own. <laughs> 30 own. 30 own. <laughs> 30-one. Anyway, all of, this, all of this came from irishexaminerpreen.ph, lonelyplanet.com, entitymag.com, india.com, the New York Post, Historic UK, Irish Central, and Wikipedia. <laughs> Those are all the tabs I closed. I <laughs> knew it! As soon, like, Sasha was like, what shouldn't I do? And I was like, pretty much any leap day superstitions I've got. And like, she's like, let me close some tabs. <laughs> that was, those are all the tabs I had open. Those are all the tabs I had open yesterday. Suck it, haters. Awesome. Let's kick things off with some old-timey sexism and heteronormativity, shall we? <laughs> old-timey sexism. Yeah! Uh. <laughs> All the lights off, collars done up. Let's if you want to talk about sex, listen to our Valentine's Day episode, oh boy. wherein I talk about <laughs> sexy crystals. <laughs> I'm so glad that's the episode that was at the top of our feed for two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Genuinely, I I had a hard time talking last week. It would have been very hard did, for me to did record. Did your mom listen to that episode? I'm sure she did. Okay. She hasn't said anything about it, which I respect. Hi, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I have to pretend that I don't know that my mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> Let me have this. Anyway, because of patriarchy, it used to be that only men were permitted to propose to women year-round. I say permitted... Because 
It genuinely used to be, like, a matter of, like, law, which is stupid. Mm -mm. Anyway, but thanks to a loophole belief on February 29th, women are permitted to ask men to get married. Thank God we have a say in our own future, ladies. Every four years, we have a say in our own future. One day every four years. Don't get excited, you 146-one-th of us. I forgot what the number was. I just remembered one. One The origins of this patriarchal tradition shucking is debated. Mm-hmm. One account says that the thought behind the leap year proposal was that because leap year day had no recognition in English law due to being quote unquote left over and ignored, <laughs> there was no legal status to be observed on this day. So women could use the legality free zone to get a say in whomst they marry. Isn't that fun? I was just thinking like Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack leapt over (laughs) February 29th. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically how English law works. I'm assuming February 29th in England is like the purge. Please don't tell me if it isn't. I just want to cling to this belief. I will text my friend who lives in England. Yeah, my friend who lives... be like, hey, are you safe? (laughs) My my friend who lives in the UK, I've been friends with them since a leap year, 2012, Hmm. but she's never mentioned to me... The purge. It, the purge. But maybe it's like Fight Club. You're not allowed to talk, talk about, about it. Because the UN council yeah, will decide. The UN's like, listen, we'll let you guys do this because you're a lawless country for one day every four years, <laughs> but don't tell anybody else about it. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, another account states that the belief that women could propose on Leap Day originated in Ireland in the 5th century. Mm-hmm. It was part of a deal brokered by St. Bridget of Kildare and St. Patrick. St. Bridget had complained to St. Patrick that women had to wait for ages to get a man to propose to them because men are so wishy-washy and afraid of commitment. (laughs) St. Patrick then decreed that women could propose, but only on February 29th. There's a version. Thanks, St. Patrick. Oh, it's gonna get better. I'm pretty sure. Throwing us a bone. I'm pretty sure St. Patrick wrote this fan fiction (laughs) because it makes him feel better about himself. No shade to St. Patrick. Yeah. Good job running snakes that didn't exist out of Ireland. St. Patrick is one of my friend's saints when she nice. was the thingy. You Have know? you seen the... Because tum- she's also born on St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Yeah. Have you seen the Tumblr post about St. Patrick? No. Where it's like, it's like saints council. So yeah. what miracle did you perform? And St. Patrick goes, I ran all the snakes out of Ireland. And they go, there are no snakes in Ireland. And he, he goes, goes yeah, yeah, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> I see it, it makes me laugh. And I've seen it like 30 times, but oh every time God, so funny. it makes me laugh. Yeah, you're, yeah, fucking, you're fucking welcome. welcome. <laughs> anyway, there's a version of this tale with St. Bridget and St. Patrick where immediately after St. Patrick could propose to men one day every four years, St. Bridget got down on one knee and proposed to him on the Aww. spot. But Patrick, being as Irish Central terms him, quote, probably too busy saving Ireland from snakes. <laughs> He declined her offer. Oh, what the fuck. But he softened the blow by kissing her on the cheek and giving her a silk gown. That's why I'm like, this sounds super fake. I feel like St. Patrick wrote this fanfic. He's covering his to, ass. To make himself seem, like, important. To be like, oh, ladies are just proposing to me left and right. right. But, you know. And I'm, I let them down gentle. They I'm get a so, nice dress at yeah, the end. Anyway. Anyway. Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> it doesn't have a catchy name, but it's got Grand Marnier in it. It's called the Leap Day Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I invented it. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome, women. Anyway. Despite the fakeness of this tale, this is also, like, it sounds fake, but okay. But then additionally, it's historically fake as well, because Bridget was probably only 9 or 10 and likely never met St. Patrick when he died in 461 CE. Mm. So, like, 
probably she's not worried about men proposing to her when she's nine. Yeah. Like, I realized life expectancy was, like, to 20 back then. But even still, getting married at nine was Mm -hmm. not a common thing. This tradition is most commonly still brought up in the the tradition of women proposing to men Mm -hmm. on February 29th. God forbid they do it any other time. (laughs) It's most routinely seen in England, Ireland, and Scotland, with Scottish legends saying that for extra luck, women should wear a red petticoat that is visible to their intended betrothed when they propose. To just kind of like, I'm assuming it's like, look at my spicy petticoat, but other accounts are like, that way he can see you coming and make himself scarce if he doesn't want to say yes. Which is me. thinking it's like the scene in 10 Things I Hate About You. With the, was it red panties or black panties? Yeah, the black panties, yeah. yeah. It's the red petticoat. It means she's DTF. (laughs) <laughs> you know, petticoat language. In 1288, the unmarried Queen Margaret of Scotland also imposed a fine for any man who turned down a leap day proposal. <laughs> and this fine would be anything from like a symbolic one pound where he pays her one pound to be like, sorry, I said no. Uh, he could kiss her or buy her a silk gown. And this likely harkens back to St. Patrick gently turning down St. Bridget with a kiss Look and a this dress. nice thing that I'm doing for you. Yes, I got you a present. I'm sorry I don't want to marry you. <laughs> This also is likely historically inaccurate because Queen Margaret in 1288 was like five. (laughs) But this one's fun. I just want everyone to get along. I just want everybody to be nice. And if you're going to say no, you you have have to give give up a present. And you have to give them a present. And say sorry. You have to say sorry. I just realized that my uh, child voice is very similar to my drunk voice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a great actor. Hire me for things. This all led to that mediocre rom-com in 1210. In 1210 common era, that mediocre rom-com leap year. Predating Shakespeare, who wouldn't be on the scene for another 400 years. Yes, but Shakespeare heard tell of this film and was like, what a great idea in his undiscovered play, The Year That Leap, has been lost to history. Yes, I said leap. Instead of left? No, leap. Because it's old-timey. Leap. Leap. Tell me about this movie that you're that leaps. Great news. It has the tropes of pretending to be married and being forced to kiss. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed reading the summary. Allegedly, it's based on It Happened What Night, which is a movie that I have seen, but I don't remember taking place in Ireland or having anything to do with Leap Day. So I think they took some liberties. Also, it's apparently not very good. But I haven't seen it. I would be down to. Let me tell you about it. (laughs) Amy Adams follows her boyfriend, Adam Scott, to Dublin after their fourth anniversary to propose to him because he keeps not doing it. Basically, she hits anniversary Mm -hmm. number four and she's like, what are we waiting for, Christmas? And then she hears about, like, in Ireland, you can propose to your fella on February 29th. And I put in my notes, this is obviously easier and more sensible than just having a frank discussion with your partner to make sure you're on the same page about marriage and what is or isn't a deal breaker. Right? (laughs) Much better just fly to Ireland and surprise him. Like, in media, it seems like, oh, you just propose, like, arbitrarily. Yeah, and it's like, this should not be the first time you guys have talked about this. Jack and I had, like, serious and frank discussions several you, times. You have to. Because we were like, okay, well, what order do we want to do things in? And yeah. da 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 And, okay, what's our timeline? And you, Yeah. We, then, it should not be a surprise. It, yeah. It if, was, the, the only thing that was a surprise to me was just when, the timing. Yeah. But not the act of it was the, a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise that your partner wants to marry you. Right. Like, don't do that. So this guy sounds like he sucks. Yes. So Adam Scott, not great. Amy Adams, also not great. Instead of just being like, hey, I would like to be married. It is a deal breaker for me if we do not get married. Are you on the same page? Right. 
Like, that's all she would have had to do. Anyway, so Amy Adams is way late along the way to Dublin due to poor weather and meets Matthew Good, a surly Irish innkeeper. But guess what happens? Good things? Hey! hey. They start to get feelings over the course of their journey together to find Adam Scott and Surly Irish Innkeeper, which I call him for the rest of this and not Matthew Good, because the idea of a Surly Irish Innkeeper is a lot more appealing to me than Matthew Good. Hell yeah. No offense to Matthew Good. Surly Irish Innkeeper, though. Mm. Anyway, Surly Irish Innkeeper, it turns out, has man pain, TM, where his fiance left him with his mother's historic clada ring for his best friend. So he's like, this is why I'm so surly. I have man pain. And Amy Adams is like, oh no, he has man pain. He wanted to commit, but then somebody shut him down the way I've been shut down for the past four years. But just when things are going to, like the pretending to be married is, they take a really circuitous route to get to Dublin. Mm -hmm. And at one point they miss a train. And so they have to stay at this like bed and breakfast, but it's owned by a very conservative older couple. And they're like, oh, we can't let an unmarried man and woman stay in the same room together. And they're like, oh, we're married. And they're like, all right then kiss so <laughs> and then let me guess they kiss and then it's that moment of like it's awkward it's at first like, and then they like and then, it, and like, then they look oh, at I each like other and, like, and they're like whoa i can only imagine wikipedia yeah. did not describe it that way, <laughs> but, but i'm sure i can like see it like i'm play by sure play that, in my head yeah it was like i was watching this movie reading right. wikipedia summary so just when things are getting interesting they get to adam scott's dublin hotel and he finds them and proposes to amy Plot twist. Hmm. I like to think he proposed to her on February 29th, thus dooming the whole thing. But anyway. Right. They then go back to New York together, leaving Surly Irish Innkeeper behind. But at their engagement party, Amy finds out that Adam Scott only proposed to appease a conservative co-op board, and thus she dumps him and returns to Ireland. She tells Surly Irish Innkeeper she broke off her engagement, and she's like, this small Irish town is all I want, let's be together. But then Surly Irish Innkeeper goes outside, and she's like, oh no, rejection. So she goes out on the cliff face and is feeling her feelings. But then Surly Irish Innkeeper comes back and proposes to her after knowing her for like three seconds. Cool. But as I put in my notes, whomst among us doesn't choose the Surly Irish Innkeeper? True. Fair is fair. Also, apparently Ireland as a whole did not like this movie because the journey around Ireland doesn't make any sense. They're like, why would... She basically did like this to get to this spot instead of just going, bloop, she went all the way around. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, if you've seen the movie Leap Year, (laughs) please tell me about it. All I remember, because I never watched it, I just remember the badly like photoshopped poster. Yeah. Where I was, I just remember looking at it being like, Amy Adams is a gorgeous woman. You do not need to photoshop her into looking like she's a glowing ghost to be beautiful. I don't know what we're doing here. Anyway, in the rest of Europe, there are additional superstitions affiliated with women proposing to men on February 29th. Mm -hmm. In Denmark, if the woman proposes to her fella and he turns her down, he must buy her 12 pairs of gloves. Hmm. Which is... a lot of gloves. It is. It seems random, but... The logic behind it is, like, she needs to hide the shame of not having an engagement ring, because presumably people know that she was going to propose to her dude on February 29th. Uh, She has to buy her the gloves so that she can wear them so nobody can tell she doesn't have a ring on that finger. Super classy. Damn. In Finland, the variant is that a man needs to buy the woman fabric for a skirt, which I assume is going to be a skirt with pockets so, again, she can hide the shame of being unmarried, because God forbid a woman doesn't get married. So... Let's say you succeed in getting a man to agree to marry you on leap year day. Sure. Hooray! 
But you might want to plan for a long engagement. In Greece, it is considered unlucky to marry during a leap year, especially if your ceremony is on February 29th. Okay. So, that's bad. Okay. Similarly, you're not getting married on February 29th. I'm not getting married February 29th, but I am one of at least five weddings I know, six weddings that I know are happening this This year. year. Well, I got bad news for all of you. All of us. We're all (laughs) fucked. You're all fucked. Similarly, Greek tradition, and if you do, if some of those weddings don't work out, Greek tradition says you should maybe not separate from your spouse during a leap year because couples that get divorced during leap year are dooming themselves to never find happiness and love ever again. Mm. So if you do decide to get married in a leap year against better judgment, try to wait for your divorce for another year after the next leap Mm. year. Anyway. But if you decide to go against the Greek route and you want to get married on February 29th, 2020, you can go straight to hell. Michigan, Michigan. that is. Yep. When you said don't stay away from the town called hell, I was like, I bet that's in Michigan. It sure is. Because there's also Paradise, Michigan. Oh, that's cute. I hope they're next door. (laughs) And I hope they're in love with each other. (laughs) Mm. Mm. The township of Hell, Michigan is offering 29 couples a free ceremony on 2.29 p.m. on February 29th. As Why the, didn't Jack and I just do that? I don't, I'm assuming because you didn't hear about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't hear about You're it. You're going to be really upset when I show you the chapel because uh, it's really cute. Uh. As the Reverend Yvonne Williams, who will be performing the mass ceremony, told the New York Post, when you get married in hell, there's nowhere for your marriage to go but up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look how cute their little chapel That's is. That's so cute. Isn't it? It looks like a little gnome. Yeah, well, apparently the town only has 70 people. Okay. So it's a real small town. <laughs> and basically it was like the first 29 couples who texted... Yvonne Williams, that they wanted to get married on February 29th, were in for the non-denominational ceremony that was only going to take 10 minutes. That's so fun. Right? In Italy, there's going to be some people who have some things to say about your choices to get engaged or married this year, even if you don't get married in hell. There is an Italian saying, Anno bisesto, anno funesto, which means leap year, sad year. (laughs) Are you a woman who proposed to her man? There's an Italian saying for that, too. Anno bisesto tutte le donne senza sesto, which means in a leap year, women are erratic. I mean, when am I not? I know. I'm like, first of all, how dare you? I am erratic every single year. You don't get to pin me down to once every four years. And also, that's just rude. That's just rude. Like, they don't have a saying about men being weird in leap years. Right. That's rude. I also don't like leap year, sad year. Also, when I put that into (laughs) Google Translate, Google translated it as sad year, sad year. Which I was like, every year since 2016, friendo. Sad year, sad year. Sad year, sad year. Another romance-adjacent leap year superstition comes from southern Germany. Mm-hmm. In most years, boys will put up a small tree called a Liebesmeier mm-hmm. on their crush's doorstep the night before May Day. But in a leap year, it's the girl's turn. Mm-hmm. And on May Day in leap years, only women dance around the maypole. This also gets bonus points for me because it isn't explicitly heteronormative. It's mm-hmm. not, like, specific, like, the, the woman proposes to the man. It's like, the boy puts the tree on his crush's doorstep. Crush could be anybody. Mm. And then the girl puts the tree on her crush's doorstep when it's a leap year. So uh-huh. still, we're still dealing with gender binary stuff, yeah, but yeah. at least we're not being solely heteronormative. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Well done, Germany, I guess. There's also more to leap year superstitions than just romance. In northern Italy, a leap year is sometimes called l'an de la balena, which means the whale's year. Oh. Whale. Well. <laughs> 
This stems from a belief that whales only give birth in leap years, which would explain why there are not that many whales. Hmm. So I don't know if that means whales only get, like, they get pregnant the year before leap year, because I think they have a long gestation period. Or if they just, like, hold the whale baby in until it's a leap year. I don't know. (laughs) But they only give birth during leap years. Hmm. Some astrologers believe that babies born on February 29th get an extra dose of luck, thanks to the rarity of their birthday. Mm -hmm. These babies grow into adults who have abundant good looks and talent, with Mm -hmm. many going on to become professional athletes or performers. One such leap year baby is Ja Rule. Oh. I don't know why he was the article's go-to. There have been other celebrities. But they were like, Ja Rule, best known for his saw. And I was like, huh, interesting choice. Okay, Ja Rule. Go off, Ja. But there's a lot more superstitions that say leap year is bad luck Mm -hmm. than good luck. If you are born in Scotland on leap day, there's a belief that your life will be full of untold pain and suffering. Hooray! Did you hear the Scottish saying that was like, leap year was never a good sheep year? I was just about to say that, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Scotland also believes that leap years are bad for livestock and agriculture, and in particular, you should not harvest, sow, or buy any new farm equipment on February 29th if you want your crop to survive. Because oh. if you do any of those things, your crop is fucked. And there is a saying about your livestock, leap year was ne'er a good sheep year. And I put in my notes, just because something rhymes doesn't mean it's true. true. Although if you do step on a crack, you will break your mother's back. Has that happened to you? Yes. I'm just kidding. My mom's back is fine. <laughs> don't consciously not step on cracks, so it seems fine. In Taiwan, leap years are believed to increase the likelihood of parental death, so married Ugh. daughters should return home during the month of February and bring pig trotter noodles to encourage good health and fortune. I don't know why it's just married daughters, hmm. but it is just married daughters. So if you're a single daughter, a son, a non-binary person... You're off the hook. But if you're a married daughter, look the fuck out and bring your parents some pig trotter noodles or they might die in a leap year. Huh. Russian folkloric belief warns of weather disasters and higher risk of death in leap years. That's that's it. That's the whole story. And finally, there's a belief that leap years bring about more death than a standard year. Isn't that because there's just one extra day? Yeah. (laughs) But the superstition surrounding it is just because in ancient Rome, February was associated with death. Uh, And so having an extra long February is like, oh no, more mayhem is coming. Yeah. I saw something uh, that was also like, it's bad luck if you're a prisoner who's doing a one-year sentence during a leap year because you have one extra day. Oh, that's true. And then we're also like, if you're on like a fixed annual income, you don't get paid an extra day. That sucks. Yeah. And so I'm just like... Day. I did see a thing. I don't remember what it, what they called it, but it was like when payday falls on leap day because you're not getting paid additional. So it's your same two week rate, but you work the extra mm. day. There was a name for it. I want to say it was like jerk year or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Sucks ass. Yeah. This blows year. This blows. <laughs> yeah. And like February 29th is a Saturday this year. So I it actually is. don't know when I'm getting my paycheck. I get paid monthly, which mm. is un- annoying sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I get paid on I, Fridays. Thank I God. Get, I get paid monthly and then also not for two months during Yay! summer vacation. It's fun to be it's a teacher. It's fun to be a teacher. All right. I have a little bit of numerology for Leap Day. And so let's dig in. I All think right. for centuries, the Leap Day is considered to have important spiritual meaning, ma- mainly due to numerological significance. Generally, we can say that it creates a vibrational impact or an energy portal that Ooh. allows us to make a leap in our lives or to move forward basically it numerology is that you're assuming the universe is a system and it's broken down into elements we did this whole thing on our numerology episode it's really fascinating yes so the leap day 
numerologically. (laughs) Once. Once. (laughs) From now on, whenever we can't say something, I've always just say once instead. I had to pronounce the word ecclesiastical yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm having never had to say ecclesiastical ever in my entire life. And I was at this rehearsal and that was the one word that I like messed up on. And one of my former students who's a senior and he's in this production, great actor. But when we were having our break between like rehearsal and our run through, he was like, miss, it was amazing to hear you mess up today. And I was like, what? He goes, that word you couldn't pronounce. And I was like, ecclesiastical. And he was like, yeah, like, you make mistakes. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, and you, especially as an English teacher, like, you, you like, corrected me and my friends and, like, always, like, tell us how to pronounce things. And, like, you couldn't pronounce that word. And I was like, sweetie, I have a podcast and can't pronounce shit. <laughs> this like, just in. Teachers are people, too. Yeah, and, like, the theater, the, 11. the theater director was like, um, we make mistakes. We are humans. <laughs> First and foremost, we are people. He was like, it just shattered the illusion. <laughs> I was like, all right. God help you if that student never runs into you at, like, the grocery store. Right? I'm like, oh, Rafi, like, there are so many more times that you could have seen me, like, mess up my yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, Ugh. oh my god. You, you won't hear it in this episode, because we're perfect all the time, but, you know, to stay humble, we like to pretend to mess up sometimes, <laughs> so it gives me something to edit. <laughs> so, nope. So, nu- numerologically, once, once, 29th. Okay, the leap day is the 29th, so we need to sum 2 plus 9. Numerology says... 11! Number 11! I did it! Is a master number, and we talked about this on our last podcast, because it contains its own vibrational essence, and it you can't, like break it down into one plus one because it has its own like spiritual significance and it indicates extremely high spiritual enlightenment and awakening and under its energy we can grow feel inspired creative enthusiastic and optimist uh, and optimistic and then the number two as from like the second month of the year has a different energy where as it comes immediately after one a number of leadership and self-efficiency the number two contains the meaning of pursuing the soul's purpose mission and voice it is considered to represent a feminine energy and the energy mm-hmm. of a deep understanding of life and the energy of teamwork and creation. So you hear that? Feminine energy is teamwork and awesome and understanding things. And also proposing to people only on February 29th. <laughs> and so under its energy, we can feel love, compassion, faith, trust, balance, and harmony. So then when you get the two numbers together, 11 and 2, it is the spiritual energy of the leap year. Mm. In this year, we're under an energy of enlightenment and growth. We are more likely to be receptive to love, feel compassion, and activate our healing powers, maybe balance our lives, maybe we're teaching, maybe we're learning, and we're receiving and giving natural guidance. It's a wonderful year to find a soulmate or to deepen your relationships that exist already Mm. and move forward with your projects and improve inner knowledge and just evolve as a person. You should take advantage of the vibrational energy of these numbers on the leap year as it's important to live your days with mindfulness so you can notice any signs and, like, determine what clues they have to, like, provide you for, like, maybe, like, an, a deeper look at your life. So, like, yeah. would it theoretically be a good day to do, like, tarot or something? Well, not just not just the day itself, but, like, the whole, the whole year. year. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but, yeah, but you can also do stuff in particular on the day of. First, maybe t- do some meditation to help you feel grounded and just kind of allow yourself to feel like you're being, like your your body is becoming like naturally tied to earth, like rooted and that you're being nourished. And you want to do this with, you know, with your eyes closed and just like kind of 
feel yourself receive the unconditional love from the earth a few minutes and just play with it a little bit. Do it slowly. Pay attention to your moment. And they also suggest spending some time in nature. So just like go outside even on February 29th or throughout the year, but February 29th especially, and just breathe deeply and just take a walk. So what I'm hearing is I should go to the sound energy massage chair place and get a sound energy massage on the 29th and then like being outside walking to and from my car. Or, yeah. Or going on like a proper walk. Go on a walk down to the nature path and then come back. (laughs) I guess I could do that. Yeah. Mostly the massage part. (laughs) Basically, you want to notice how perfect nature is and how everything is right the way it is. Another good suggestion is to balance your first chakra, since its energy is based on the earth element. It's located at the base of the spine, and although meditation and spending time in nature can help balance it... You do chakras from the ground up? I guess that's what this... I always Um, thought of it, like, top down. Well, they top down, but I guess, like, the number... Is one. the one. Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Carry with you a red crystal, like red jasper or bloodstone or red carnelian. Not to be confused with the crystals that you're using for hanky-panky. Right, right. <laughs> Although and, some of these were on that list, too. And you can just lay down with it below your belly yeah, while you setting an intention of grounding and connection. Also eat root vegetables, wear red and orange clothes, practice yoga poses, like just standing forward fold. So that's just folding bend in over. half, bend over. Put your face um, in your lap. Or really any of the forward bends are good. You can maybe make an aromatherapy massage, which sounds like what you want to do. I want to do that anyway. Listen to some music. (laughs) Um, And so just do these rituals and like take care of yourself on that, uh, on February 29th and like really throughout the year. And you want to set an intention to move forward in your life. Ask, you know, you want to like set just like a direction that you Mm. should be traveling in um, for this year and yeah, so it's like just a good day for like some self care and some self reflection. Interesting. Yeah. I was oh, Thirty Rock told me I think it's you wear blue and yellow are the colors of Leap Day. But I think that's also Thirty, 30 Rock. Rock. I don't know. Thirty Rock seems more reputable than this person telling me about like the Mystic Universe, whatever. Are you saying I'm not reputable? Yes. <laughs> of course this I'm is, not. I was gonna say this is not the first time I've told you this. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we all know what so we need to do. Uh, yeah. No, I know. I'm. In, eh. Now I know what I'm doing next Saturday. Do you want to go to the magic chair on Saturday? Let me get back to you. Oh, God damn it! I'll go without you. I don't go, care. go without me, please. Go <laughs> because uh, I think that's the day Julia wants to celebrate her birthday. Oh, yeah. is she a leap day baby? Nope. Oh, March third. But it's just oh. it's the closest Super weekend. Tuesday. Yeah. She doesn't want to celebrate her birthday on Super Tuesday. If you're a Leap Day baby, come tell us. If you're one of the 1461th of people, you know. I just... I really like one. Yeah, it's like... Three, it's fun to say. You know, like when you have a fraction, a lot of fractions don't end in ones. Yeah. Or... Or I guess it does. It's still first, like one twenty-first. Oh um, yeah, I guess so, so. I guess it would be 1,461st. That doesn't make any sense though, because one one. Anyway. Anyway, the fraction is a one over fourteen sixty-one. Fourteen sixty-one. So, don't yeah. fight me on this. Oneth. 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 I really like oneth. Also, I kind of want to watch Leap Day now. I'm not going to lie to you. It got really mediocre reviews, but also surly Irish innkeeper. Like, when I say the f- poster is badly photoshopped, 
Yeah, oh yeah, I've seen this. Like, look at, look at, they made them both look like monsters. Yeah, they look, it kind of looks like, you could just replace that with any other title and it would look like a horror film. Yeah, they're they're just like, the life is out of their eyes. That happens a lot in movie posters. Yeah, like, look at this. Yikes. Yeah, I don't like that at all. No, also, Matthew Good can grow a better beard. I don't know why they didn't have him do so to be this surly Irish innkeeper. See, I would, I almost was like, thinking... Of literally anyone else could have been. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Just imagine, insert your own surly Irish innkeeper yeah, here. Yeah, there are like so many other surly Irish actors that I'm like, mm. Were they busy? <laughs> like, Are they busy? What, was Aiden Turner unavailable? You yeah. want to talk surly Irish actors? Whew. Oof. Mm, Aiden mm. Turner. I'm going to look at pictures of him on February 20th. <laughs> 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 uh. Thanks for listening to Spoop Hour, you guys. You didn't have to. You chose to. Thank you. We appreciate it. (laughs) Makes it sound like we're a punishment. Thank you for being patient with us taking a week off and for this episode maybe being a little shorter than our other ones usually are. They're surprisingly, like, I told Sasha this. All I wanted was a leap day story where it was like, and this ghost only appears appears on on February 29th. So once every four years it comes back from nothing. Nope. And then, like, I googled leap day ghost. Or leapier ghost. And sure enough, I get a result. And it's like, such and such prisoner comes back to the site where he committed his heinous murders. And I was like, ooh, shit, this is exactly what I want. Click on it. It's a fucking supernatural episode. What am I going to do with yeah, that? Yeah, why aren't you telling us about that, though? Oh, that's an excellent point. Yeah, Let me pull up the Wikipedia. Tell, just tell us about that? That was the only story I wanted. Oh, he's weird looking. You're weird looking. That's fair, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there. Got you there. <laughs> oh, wait, no, this isn't it. What? What? No, I want the... Uh. Now when I search Leap Day Ghost plus Supernatural, it's like, what Leap Day Ghost? I don't know. Did you dream it? <laughs> no, I swear to God, this is... If I dreamt it, I dreamt last night that I was still in college and there was a science class that I have not been going Dude, to. I have that dream so often. They take away everything from me. They take oh. away my teaching license. They take away my master's. They take away... <laughs> they take away everything. They don't take things away. I wake up in the dream where I'm, like, two weeks out from the end of the semester, oh. and I gotta, like, turn it the fuck around because yeah. it's a gen yeah, ed physics that, class mm-hmm. that I it's just... It's math for me. For me. It, honestly, it's a toss-up for me, and usually I don't remember like where the class is. What? Yeah, and so I'm so like I can't find it at all. Mm-hmm. And whatever. Mm-hmm. There he is. So his name is Freeman Daggett. He's a violent spirit, formerly ghost, according to the Supernatural Wiki. He was a janitor at a hospital. Being lonely and paranoid, he brought home corpses from the hospital. Oh, I don't like this. Tell me more. <laughs> He brought home corpses from the hospital and set them up in a macabre birthday celebration in his bomb shelter. (laughs) There are so many words in that that did not need to be there for this to still be very upsetting. Mm -mm. But then all the other words came too. Anyway, he then committed suicide by overdosing on horse tranquilizers. And each leap year on February 29th following his death, he would capture and kill anyone in the house to continue his celebration, giving him the nickname the Leap Year Ghost. This is combined with the spirits of the corpses he stole from the hospital who remain in the house as a death echo give Morton House its reputation as the most haunted house in America. He's in season three. He captures Corbett and Sam. He kills Corbett, but Dean rescues Sam. Dean not being the one who's Dean and Gilmore Girls, but the other one. And Corbett then becomes a death echo until Ed Zedmore. That can't be his real name. Ed Zedmore uses their emotional connection to free him. Corbett is then able to vanquish Freeman Daggett. Cool. Oh. Other ghosts are able to destroy him. He's also vulnerable to salt and iron. 
Oh, that's why the the ghost facers thing came up because those those are the guys who were hunting him originally, and one of them gets got by him. Mm. So that is this essentially that's the story I want. I also would have accepted like the spirit of Christmas style, which if you want to hear me recap it, go join our Patreon for three dollars a month or more, and. Like, I just wanted, like, a ghost that always comes back on February 29th Mm -hmm. with, like, unfinished ghost business, but he can only come back on February 29th because leap year rules or something. Yeah. I just wanted that. Yeah. And I'm honestly kind of surprised that isn't a real thing. Yeah. No, I thought there would be, like, more super, like, not superstition, but, like, more, like, spooky things. I did, too. That's why, like, I suggested this as an episode because I'm like, surely there are cultures where it's like, ooh, leap day, the veil between worlds is thin or something, and then that turned out to not be the case. No, it's Halloween. Yeah, it is Halloween. I just want more Halloweens. I think, so. yeah. That's all I want. All Halloween all the time. Yeah. So as a reminder, Patreon is up $3 a month. You get to listen to all or see our bonus content, which we are going to be banking some today, right? Yeah, we sure yeah. are, because um, we're a little behind in bonus content. Um, Thank you for your patience. But we also have a bone cone coming up that will be made public f- for, for patrons, patrons on Saturday, the 29th. On, oh, on leap our, day. our leap day celebration this year is we're dropping some bone cone for our patrons, mm-hmm. patrons, patrons, Patreon patrons. You guys get to hear us talk through. We were invited to review snacks for the snack it, so you mm-hmm. get to hear our thoughts on snacks. And w- w- there's some pretzel discourse. There's a discussion of when you crave a chip, are you talking about texture? Are you talking about flavor? Because mm-hmm. we are not the same on that front. Mm-mm, we are not. And you get to hear about how our taste is just objectively better than other people's tastes. Yep. So patrons get to hear that on the 29th. Everybody else, it will be made public on March 8th. So you're going to have to wait eight full days. But there will be a public post. There will be. Like, I'm just going to wait it out until they post something for free. Yes. <laughs> Which is fine. That will join our little us uh, singing the booster seat song because when we film video bone cone, I tower over Sasha like a monster. So she has to sit on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so check out our Patreon if you're already supporting us there. Thank you. Your money helps us buy snacks like caramel Oreos and miscellaneous Snicky snacks. Snickety snacks. Snickety snacks. And you also help pay our hosting fees and sometimes make donations to wildfire relief. Yay! So check out our Patreon. And if you made a donation to Australian wildfire relief, go ahead and send us a screenshot of that and we will potentially buy you a Spoop Hour shirt. So just get that to us. Whatever. Sooner is better than later. Yep. Yeah. And what else are we doing? Is that it? That's it. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for hanging out for about an hour. We appreciate it. If you know of a leap year ghost, like who only shows up on February 29th, and it isn't an episode of Supernatural, tell me, because that's what I want. Right. That's all I want. Please. Also, sorry, spoil retroactive spoilers for that episode of Supernatural. That but came out in season 20 three years ago. So. <laughs> or season three of Supernatural. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Go hippity hop to it. Go outside. Take care of yourself. Listen to some sounds. Open your chakras. Once. Hey everyone, this is Sarah from Good Nightmare Podcast. A podcast where I like to talk about all things strange and unusual. Whether it's mysteries, historical crimes, or fairy tale origins. I hope you'll come along for the ride and join me as we delve into some spooky tales. Happy listening. Happy listening.